Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. You know I'm a big fan of enjoying life while still being smart financially. That's why I love ButcherBox. I can get a variety of high-quality meat, seafood, chicken, and pork at an amazing value, all with exclusive member deals delivered to my door with free shipping always. One thing I just never wanted to cut out of my spending plan is eating good food. And with ButcherBox, I don't have to, and neither do you. Where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Yes, you heard that right. One of my favorite go-to dinners is a salmon bowl. I'm not even a huge salmon lover, but ButcherBox's wild-caught salmon is Oh, so good. I make a nice little marinade, saute some veggies, cook the salmon, and throw in some weiss. And it is an amazing dinner. If you want to take less trips to the grocery store and always have prepared meat in the freezer for a lot less money, you need ButcherBox in your life. Sign up at butcherbox.com etm and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash etm. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton Game. This is Millennial Money. And today, Jeff and I are dishing on goodbye 2016 travel. Hey there, and welcome to another edition of Travel Tuesday on Millennium Money. Uh, We hope you're having a great holiday season and we'll have a great new year and thinking about travel plans coming up for 2017. Uh, But today we're actually talking about 2016. We went went on a bunch of trips. Uh, Obviously, I travel 
for uh, my job as a travel writer, and Shauna comes with me on a lot of trips, so we'll go on trips together, whatnot, so we, we travel is a huge part of our lifestyle. Uh, so we want to talk about places we've been in 2016, uh, places that surprised us, places we've never been before, places we found uh, interesting, maybe places we've also been before, but found, you know, it was, that was one of our best trips that we've, we've, we've been on. So uh, you want to kick us off on the, this year, year in review of travel? Yeah, um, I you know one of the places that we we went to this year, um, Nashville. It's a place that we talk about a lot. I've been a lot. One of my very best friends is actually a jazz singer who lives in Nashville, and so um, I, I'm gosh, I probably have been to Nashville maybe fifteen or twenty times over the past ten years, and every time I, I love it and I you know explore and discover something different, but. This time we rented an Airbnb, which um, we're always telling people to do, but for some reason we never really did it in Nashville before. But we rented one in one of our favorite neighborhoods, East Nashville. And, you know, it was just such a great experience because it, it was kind of like a trial run for for potentially living in Nashville. Um, we're hosting an event coming up in February in Nashville, which I'll be telling you all about later. But, um, you know, it was just good to be in that part of the community to watch people walk by, you know, with strollers in the morning as they were taking their kids to school, uh, for us just to be able to go on walks or sit on the front porch and just kind of feel like you were at home in a city. And I think as many times as I stay in Airbnbs, I'm always just blown away by the experience that you have when you actually rent an Airbnb, whether it's internationally or here, it really does make you feel like you're at home in a city. And I think what I what I kind of learned about Nashville this time was there there are all these cool, as in with most cities, you know, there are all these cool little pockets where maybe it's a neighborhood that you would normally pass by before, but then suddenly you you stay there and you discover all these little restaurants kind of that are tucked around that you never would have seen had you not picked that particular location to stay. So I think of any of the times I've been to Nashville in the past, this was actually one of uh, the best experiences, uh, not just because we were, you know, creating and cultivating this amazing event that we're putting together, but but really because we we planted ourselves in a neighborhood and got to feel, you know, truly like we were living like locals. And, you know, of course, with me, there's always a budget slant on everything. You know, f- the price we paid for this really cute house was way less than we would have paid for, you know, some hotel in Nashville where, you know, we would have not had a lot of room and we would have been cramped and, you know, not got to have kind of that neighborhood feel. Yeah. One, one of the things to know about Nashville too, is that they have, there's a lot more hotels opening up all the time there, but these days uh, the hotel prices are still kind of pricey. So uh, I think Airbnb, a lot of times I know other people that have, that have traveled there, including uh, some of our list, or one of our listeners, uh, when we did the New Year's uh, episode a few a few weeks ago, last month I guess, uh, that they they emailed us and said, "Hey, we're going to Nashville for New Year's. What should we do?" So I actually sent them a guide. We actually both sent them a guide. Uh, what we think are the cool things to eat, drink, stay, whatever you know, have fun in Nashville. So we sent them a guide. And uh, coming up in 2017, we're going to have more 
more uh, city guides as well, too, uh, that we will have on our website that you can download and check out yourselves. And so if you're headed to other cities that we've mentioned, uh, you know, let us know. And I'd love to give you some tips. Uh, just email us and uh, we, we'd love to, to you know, send, send you that. So, But I, I, I love this last trip to, to Nashville, too, that we got to really get to see a lot more restaurants and a lot more uh, neighborhood places. And I, and I loved East Nashville. So it was, it was great. It was a great, that was a great surprise trip as well too. So first on my list, uh, these are actually places uh, I have on my list. I've actually never been to any of these, any of these cities. And my first one is Boston uh, in Massachusetts, obviously. And uh, I've always actually wanted to go to Boston. Uh, uh, for some reason, I just never have. I, there's been plenty of times I was supposed to go to Boston or, or in the New England area, and I never have. Um, I am not a fan of their, their teams whatsoever. I do not like uh, the, the Red Sox. I'm a big uh, uh, Angels fan. Uh, so, uh, But it is a, it is a great city and a, obviously a great sports town. So you people that live in Boston, I respect you, you that you guys love your teams. Uh, but anyway, uh, so we went to Boston uh, on a on a work trip and I loved it. I thought it was great. It's it's it, one of the things I really loved about Boston was it's a real walkable city. And I've had other people kind of tell me that. And I actually emailed a friend of mine. Before we went, she said, actually, it's really walkable, which a lot of a lot of times people say that about cities. But I'm like, oh, no, it, to- it, it actually totally is. They have a great uh, public transportation system. Getting around an Uber is real easy there. Um, and we went to, to Harvard and a bunch of things. But we ha- we'll have an episode coming up about Boston uh, coming up in the next few months. Um, so we'll go into more details about that. But one of the things I just I just want to I love going to cities that you hear a lot about. Like Boston is really known for their food scene, and they totally lived up to it. And I, I really enjoyed that a lot. There's several places that we ate um, that I really love. The like I said, we'll mention in, a, in in a future episode. But we also stayed we stayed in a couple different hotels in a couple different neighborhoods, and that's what I liked about Boston too. Is that a lot of their neighborhoods are popping up and they're changing and and developing and stuff. And we went to Fenway by by Fenway Park, and we stayed there a couple nights and that growth is like tremendous and what people have always told uh told me about the Fenway area it was just really nothing but the stadium that where the Red Sox play and now there's all kinds of great restaurants and bars and hotels and uh lots of great apartments in those areas so uh I absolutely love we both love Boston a lot so yeah and um one thing you should know about me is that um you know in my in my 20s I loved going for fancy meals I thought that was such a cool thing to do to go out and have like a posh dinner at a really popular restaurant. Obviously living in Los Angeles, we're totally spoiled by a lot of amazing restaurants out here. But in my 30s, I love to have a different experience and especially when we travel. And so one of the cool things we did in Boston is we love um, hamburgers. <laughs> so we actually went on a uh, burger tour. We picked... Uh, by, by accident, a burger yeah, tour. by accident, but, just, just but, like, but right, still right. that's us. And we... Went to three different burger places, um, which we'll talk about all in our uh, Boston episode. But it was just so much fun. And it was, you know, cool to kind of just hang out with like local Boston, you know, people and especially near Fenway Park. There's a lot of millennials there. And so it was just like a real youthful experience. And, you know, it was fun. We had amazing meals and, you know, it was certainly easy on the budget. But um, you know, I thought it was just a cool way to kind of experience Boston and doing something, you know, Americana as you will. Um, yeah. And I, you know, like I said, it was one of the cities I've, I've always, uh, 
planned to go. And so I was pleasantly surprised how much I really loved um, Boston. And I think if you have never been, you really want to, uh, you know, head over there. I, there's a lot of really great places to go and hang out. Uh, next, we want to actually go uh, back and go on a whole New England area, you know, trip and, and stuff like that. I still don't like your sports teams, Boston, but I, I love your city. So, but one of the ne- on next on the list is a place that I've been many, many times, and and I actually got to show Shauna this city uh, last month. And your next selection is. Yeah, so uh, as you know, we had actually all of my trips, um, I think all of my trips this year actually have been work trips. They've involved either the podcast or speaking engagements that I've done or events that we're putting together. So that's kind of fun for me because I like to blend you know, work and pleasure. But we had the opportunity to go to Stockholm which we're going to talk about uh, in January in an upcoming episode. And we're actually going to have a whole city guide, a millennial city guide for Stockholm. But I actually think, surprisingly, this is my most favorite trip I have ever been on. And, you know, I've certainly been blessed to be able to travel um, pretty much ever since I got out of college to kind of travel around the world and uh, see lots of different, you know, amazing, I mean, I've been to amazing beaches and amazing places internationally. And, um, you know, I think that's why another reason why we're so passionate about talking about traveling is because, you know, we've not always had, or we've not had millions of dollars, you know, sitting in a bank account for us to jet off somewhere. And so we've been able to find creative ways to go to all of these places without breaking the bank. Well, and, but how did we end up actually, this was sort of a whim. We were deciding where we wanted to go for our anniversary and you kind of went, Hey, what if, what about if we went to Stockholm? I'm like, what? <laughs> Which I've been many times, but you're like, well, I found this deal. Yeah. So there, I mean, it was an amazing, you know, uh, air flight deal from Los Angeles to Stockholm that was actually cheaper, way cheaper than some of the places we were thinking of going just even locally around, you know, where we live. And so when I did the math, um, you know, I, I thought, okay, this is, this could be total reality. And, you know, uh, it's definitely someplace I've wanted to go anytime, anytime I get the opportunity to go anywhere overseas or Europe, I'm always going to jump on that. Um, but it was just, it was so perfect. I mean, the weather was perfect. We actually love seasonably cold weather around Thanksgiving and Christmas. And it was that, and, um, you know, I have this, this affinity for water. I, I love ocean. I love lakes. I love streams. I love anything water. Um, it, it just does something to me. And so, you know, Stockholm is a city built around water, built around, um, lots of different archipelagos. And so, you know, there was just something about it that was just so relaxing and, and, and so inviting. And I mean, it was a complete surprise for me that I loved literally every single second about that trip. So I can't wait to, you know, share more about that. And, um, it really is, I think, you know, a fascinating destination for millennials. And right now, because the dollar is so strong, you can go to places like Stockholm that that used to be so expensive to travel to as as a U.S. citizen that now is, you know, it's affordable. I mean, sure, it's still it's still a little bit expensive, but you know, compared to Los Angeles or New York or Chicago or any of those major cities, you're looking at basically spending the same amount of money as you would have spent in any of those cities. Well, and a lot of times, like you know, some of those travel guides will always say that you know Stockholm and other cities like that um, are 
really expensive to go drink in, have a, you know, a, they say a beer is whatever, you know, costs whatever X amount and stuff like that. But when we looked at it, we're like, it's, it's basically the same as like New York, Chicago, you know, DC or something like that, right? Yeah. And, and the cool part, I guess I should say, is that, um, you know, almost everything there is done by credit card. I mean, even, you know, even some of the food stands on the side of the street, they use credit card. They don't use cash. Oh, yeah. Only use credit cards. So, you know, if you have a U.S. credit card that has, you know, um, 0%, you know, foreign transaction fees, so that means you're not getting charged anything extra, you know, it makes it makes budgeting for for uh, you know going someplace like Stockholm and keeping track of your expenses um, and not having to get currency out of the ATM. It makes all of that uh, really doable. Um, so you know, I mean, there's tons of reasons that I loved Stockholm, but it was just it was a good surprise for me that it was it was by far I think you know my most favorite trip, and I actually cannot wait to go back. So that was a city that I've been to many times, and you finally got to, to go for the first time. And then next on my list uh, for places that we went in 2016 and discovered and, and really like a lot uh, is Hillsburg in uh, California, in which is in wine country. If, you, if you've never heard of it and never been there, but you've actually been there before, right? Yeah, I, I've been there you know, maybe a few years ago. Um, I don't remember it a whole lot, but I do remember it being great and uh, you know, lots of good restaurants and places to stay. Yeah, so it's located in uh, in like Sonoma, Napa area, um, but this is just a really quaint, uh, really cool uh, town, and it looks like actually it looks like it should be in a Hallmark movie, don't you think? I mean, it's it's one of those they have really cool architecture and. Uh, lots of really nice inns, or they have great uh, B and Bs, of course Airbnb, and they have also cool, really interesting modern hotels. Really great food scene. Uh, down to where even if you go to the, like their market, uh, they have you can you can grab sandwiches and meats and cheeses and stuff like that, and you know take that and go to the wineries. And th- there's just a ton of wineries. It's a beautiful location. Uh, but I recently went on a press trip, um, actually right before we went to Stockholm, and really fell in love with it. I'm like, oh, this is what I because I like Napa, I like Sonoma area. It's I mean, I love all of Northern California. It's it's one of my favorite places of the entire world is Northern California, San Francisco, anything outside of San Francisco. I absolutely love um the drive from san francisco it's still a nice drive but it's it's a little bit of ways it's about a two-hour drive or so um from if you fly into san francisco um but it's still a really nice drive um but this was my favorite but and i and i think it's it, it doesn't have the poshness of what say napa has um but they still have a just absolutely amazing restaurants award-winning restaurants uh even down to where uh, burger places and, and whatnot. So we're going to do a whole episode actually coming in February about Hillsburg and, <clears throat> and do some interviews with some locals up there, uh, some local chefs and some wineries and stuff. So I think you really like that. So if you've never even heard of it, if you've never been there, or one of those places, I, I've heard of it and I'm like, I've always been like, oh, I want to go there because people always say, yeah, just the architecture and the houses and the neighborhoods. And, and one of the cool things I, I liked about this too, just like you said about Nashville, uh, I stayed in an inn at the Grape Leaf Inn and uh, it was in a neighborhood. So I got to walk to stores and, and it's also like a five or six minute walk to downtown Hillsburg too. So uh, Hillsburg, I should say, that's how you say it. Um, but anyway, so that was a really a, a great trip that uh, really pleasantly surprised me. I knew I was going to like it, but not as much as I did. And and I was like, I really wanted to, to, to go back. And, and I think we're definitely going to go back there as well. 
So uh, next on your list is a place probably people really know about, um, New York City. Uh, a lot of, if you've never been, you know, you've probably even heard of so many things, what to do in New York. You know, obviously there's a million other travel guides out there about New York, but I think, uh, both of us had one of our favorite trips in, in New York this past, uh, in April we went, right? Yeah, it seems we, we, we seem to have had an East Coast theme through all of our travel this last year. Um, again, we went to New York City. I was speaking at an event there. And so we decided to just take a couple days and explore. Um, you know, they say that you're either a New York person or you're a Los Angeles person. I'm not sure I'm actually either of those people, but I'm probably less of a New York person than I am Los Angeles. And that actually shocks a lot of people. But um there's just something about New York that actually has never really resonated with me. I don't really like big crowds. I don't like, uh, I don't like kind of that grimy feel that a lot of times you get in New York. Um, it's just never really felt like a place that I want to be. And it's always been expensive and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But you know, I've been now to New York twice, um, and the last, you know, five or six years. And this last time that we went in 2016 was actually my favorite trip to New York. And I, I left thinking, gosh, I actually really enjoyed New York City, which was again a complete shock to me. And um, you know, we didn't stay at the most expensive hotel. We found a deal online, and um, you know, we stayed in a nice neighborhood. But um, you know, we weren't across from Central Park or anything like that. But again, it ended up being. Oh, we, were kind of, the, we were in the Chelsea area, the Chelsea neighborhood, which we is a, a hip area. We were, and it ended up being you know the perfect location. There was a subway stop right kind of at the end of our street. We could obviously easily easily get anywhere. Um, we had great weather while we were there, uh, you know. So, and we did a lot of things that we don't normally do. Um, one of the things we did was we walked up on the is it the High Line? Is yeah. that what the High Line? Um, and if you've never been into New York, New York, it's, it's actually like the old railroad that's been closed now and turned into kind of, yeah, it's above the ground and it's turned into kind of this really nice, really long walkway. Um, and there's all sorts of gardens along the way and, and viewpoints where you can take pictures and you can kind of see different spots around New York. You'll see locals just kind of hanging out on benches, um, at the end of it near the Chelsea market, they've got a lot of, um, actually like lounger chairs where a lot of people were there just kind of soaking up the sun. So it has a really nice feel. Like you really feel kind of like you're escaping from New York because you're above everything. And, um, it's just a really kind of interesting. I've, I've never, you know, I, it's new since I've, since I've been to New York before, but it was just really kind of a different viewpoint of New York city and really helped me kind of appreciate New York. And, you know, one of the things we did at the end of the Highline was we went to the Chelsea market, which I have never been to, um, before. And, you know, in LA, we don't really have these, we do, but we, they're not as access as accessible as they are in New York, these kind of markets where you have all of these different restaurants and, you know, it's, it's, Basically, for every budget, you're going to get amazing food. You know, whether you just want to get a little sandwich, yeah, food stalls, or whether you want to get a you know a big meal, whatever it may be. But that was definitely a really nice discovery, and I think you know helped me really appreciate New York again in a different way. And 
you know, I can really understand why people love New York. I can really understand the appeal of wanting to live there and it's fast paced and there's always something going on. For me, it's just never been a choice, uh, you know, to live there. It's never been on my list, but, but I think, you know, um, it's definitely a place that I'm like, all right, well, you know, maybe we can go back there when we go to the East coast again and, you know, discover something new about New York. Yeah. I mean, I, I I like New York, but I have the same kind of feelings of you that that I've never understood or never uh, never wanted to sh- uh, live there um, my, myself. But totally understand why people live there. I have a lot of friends that that live in New York and absolutely loved it. And a lot of them grew up in California or, or you know lived in California and, and now live in New York and and just absolutely love it. Work on Broadway and whatnot and stuff like that. So uh, I definitely I and I and I've always liked going there and uh, you know checking out shows or checking out you know, art stuff or, you know, music or whatever, whatever it is, you know, for sure restaurants. Um, but I love discovering all the different neighborhoods in New York. And I think because we, we stayed in the Chelsea neighborhood and, and that was a lot of fun and we, we, you know, found out, Oh, we're, we're close to this or we're close to that. And, and it's easy to get on the, on the subway or it's easy to Uber over here and whatnot and, and stuff. And so, well, I definitely have another uh, New York episode coming up uh, on our trip to Harlem actually in New York, which is, a, uh, a, a neighborhood that is really up and coming, you know, as Brooklyn was a couple years ago and still is, you know, a really great destination in Brooklyn. You know, Harlem is 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 really becoming a great neighborhood. So we have a, an episode coming up in 2017 about that, uh, more about that later. So, yeah. So, well, one of the things that you left out about going to New York, you actually spoke at a millennial conference there, didn't you? I did say that I went there to speak at a <laughs> speak at an event. So yes, I did go to speak at a, a conference all about millennials and money, and you know, kind of dish about um, you know the different trends that I see and different topics that I talk to you guys about and what really resonates. So that was a great experience, and, and you know, kind of anchored our our trip. Honestly, we wouldn't have been in New York had it not been for that speaking opportunity. Yes. So uh, to close out this 2016 of travel review, uh, one of the places I went to on a press trip in February uh, was a place called Door County, Wisconsin. And uh, if you're not from the Midwest or, you know, Chicago or something like that, you, you or if you are from there, you probably know and have heard of it. I've never really heard of it. Maybe like a little bit like, oh, yeah, I think I've kind of heard of it. But I had a blast going there, and 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 you're thinking February in the middle of Wisconsin, and yeah, it it, and it was there was a ton of snow, which I love because coming from California, we really don't have that white stuff unless you have to drive a couple hours to the mountains. Um, so it was great, but I was there on a press trip, and we were supposed to do all of these amazing uh, winter things like ice fishing and snowshoeing and all this kind of stuff. We're there actually during a week where it was warm and in the in the 30s and 40s. And so a lot of the ice was melting and we couldn't do a lot of things. But what we did a lot was they have a, a lot of wineries. Uh, cherry wine is their big thing. So we ended up doing a lot of uh, wine tasting and, and beer tasting. They have a lot of breweries there and they have really great food there. And uh, But Door County is a really awesome uh, winter location, but it also is really popular during the summer and everything just kind of opens up. It's, it's on the lake and there's, you know, uh, canoeing and, and, and high and kayaking and, and, and stand up paddle boarding and, 
you know, let alone all the, so many other things of hiking and, and running and, and all kinds of stuff. Um, during the summer, too, they have a really great um, music program at their theater. Uh, so we'll feature this on another episode about Door County to give you a little bit more details. But that was just one of the places I've been to Wisconsin a bazillion times. Um, so many times in so many cities, but I've never been to this part. Uh, it's it's about uh, 45 minutes outside of Green Bay. Uh, so you fly into Green Bay and you just drive over to, to Door County. And the cool thing, it's all along the lake area. So there's there's a lot of really great inns and hotels and um, resorts and stuff, small little resorts that they have all along the different um, p- small little areas in around Door County. Uh, so it's just a beautiful area. It's beautiful during the winter and, and all of us that were on the trip had, had a lot of fun and check that out. One of the things I thought was kind of interesting, as soon as we flew into to Green Bay, you see a sign and if you've, if you've uh, Netflix and chilled uh, with and binge watched um, uh, Making of Making a Murder, uh, the Netflix series, um, Manitowoc County, you've heard of that because uh, that's the county where the this whole thing takes place and where the, the guys, the, the people are, the, the guy is still in jail. One other guy got, the kid got out. Anyway, uh, or is getting out or something like that. Anyway, so you see the sign, you say, you see Manitowoc and it's not that far. So that's one of the things too. And I believe they're, the company that I work with, uh, they were actually going to do a press trip coming up in 2017 that there, there are, they're talking about doing tours about making the murder tours, just like you can do, you know, tours about a lot of different, like Stockholm actually has the millennial series, the girl, the girl with the dragon tattoo. You could actually go to Stockholm and take the millennial where they shot all the movies where the book it takes place in the book or whatever that, that case. And so supposedly they're going to be doing something about making of the murder tours. So, um, so we're going to go back and check that out, right? Yeah, uh, I don't. I actually, <laughs> I actually told him when he went on this press trip, please, 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 do not get messed up in the making of the murder stuff. Please, for God's sakes, there's enough chaos going on there as is. And this was he actually went kind of right after the series ended, so there was a lot of talk about Stephen Avery and making of a murder. So uh, it just felt a little risky to go to that that particular area. No, but Wisconsin is a, is a, is a beautiful state. I love it. There's so many different uh, great cities like, uh, Madison and Milwaukee and stuff. So it was great. And like I said, I've been a, a, a bunch of times. I travel a lot in Wisconsin. Uh, I have a couple friends that live there and, but it was, I love discovering different places. So this year, in, like I said, in 2017, there were several places, you know, places I've always wanted to go to, um, and, and places I've never really heard about or I've heard about and I want to. And so it, it really surprised me. So that, that's my list of, you know, Boston, Hillsburg, uh, Door County, yours of Nashville, Stockholm, and New York. So let us know, email us, to, let us know if you went anywhere in 2016 uh, that you've been went, oh, really, I love this trip. Um, and also, uh, if, if you're planning on any doing any trips in 2017, do you have a, a one or two, three, four, five trips plan, let us know. Um, coming up in, next week, we're actually getting to do what it, where people are going and traveling to in 2017. So we're compiling our list right now, seeing what's out there, seeing if there's uh, interesting places that people maybe have you know haven't always heard of or haven't gone to or go oh I've always wanted to travel there and and why is it a good time to travel to these places? So we're gonna we're gonna do that up next week. So send us your list and send us your list like hey you know what I've always wanted to go and and 2017 I'm going and like one of the places that we are planning to go this year is Greece right. 
yes, although our schedules always change, but we are actually planning to do my birthdays in the summer. So we are planning to do um, a nice trip somewhere um, that's warm and with, with the beach. So we are definitely looking forward to that. Um, but again, I just want to uh, wish you all a very happy new year. I know I'm going to check in a few times here before the new year, but we just hope that you have a really great week. Maybe you can catch up on some podcast episodes. Um, hopefully some of the places we've talked about maybe can inspire you to create your travel list of where you want to travel to and actually create some solid plans around that so you can actually go out and, and see some of these places. Um, and again, next week, we're going to have our list of where to travel to in 2017. And we're going to bring you lots of good information so that you can uh, load up, you know, tell your boss that uh, you need to get your your two weeks um, vacation requests in so you can go out and, and travel to some of these amazing locations. Yeah. And like, like Shauna said, if you have not listened to all of our episodes and especially the travel ones, you know, this is a great time, you know, either you're off work right now or you're at work, but there's, it's really slow and you're going, why am I here? Well, you could binge listen to and, and, you know, podcast and chill right at, at your desk and just listen to all our podcasts and pretend like you're working. So I think that would be a very good thing. Yes, definitely. Podcast and chill. We're going to trademark that. Um, all right. So uh, again, rounding out the end of 2016, I hope you have some amazing plans in store for this week and this weekend to come. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Shauna Game, Instagram at millennial underscore money. 